0: all right welcome to uh, stockpolice.com my name is hurry and this is the second video Um, this is just a getting started video kind of breaking down just uh you know common questions that are always asked to me and so there's really no stupid uh question um and uh for especially for you know beginners i encourage uh you to ask a lot of questions and uh you do that through the forum or through the chat the others that are a bit more experienced could answer it um i myself would love to uh, if i uh, if i get the chance to uh, I'll, I'll definitely answer anything uh, i don't you know I, I i wish i had uh that um when i first started so i understand uh the value in it and and the importance of it so anyhow um so what are stocks um sounds stupid but it's not um basically it's a it's a great question. Uh, what are what what are stocks? Uh, it, I look at it as an a, an equity position in a company. So when you buy a stock, you're buying a micro portion of that company, and in return, they're giving you. Um, before the digital space, they'd give you uh, a certificate of stock, uh, be issued in your name, and it still is. Uh, so for those of you guys that have owned uh, a corporation or managed a corporation, uh, you still do that. Uh, so uh, in ontario i can speak for my own province in canada like if you start if you if you open up a corporation uh you'll have a share registry now uh, you'll have shares or certificates um it, that is if you you know form your corporation properly and there are packages that uh are pre-printed pre-formed um and uh prepared for you uh, for like about 100 150 bucks um, and so they're like templates uh, and uh, some companies uh, go a bit, you know, uh, over uh, board and uh, design it custom to their branding and so on. But anyway, I got a little example here of what a stock certificate. Basically, you own a portion of the company uh, for whatever price you paid for that. And nobody can take that away from you. Uh, it's legal. Um, it's uh recognized in the courts and uh, yeah it it it's it's an asset um you could you can take a it's you can use it for collateral uh banks recognize it government recognizes it so let's say you owe the IRS or CRA money and uh you, you owe them taxes and if they want they'll call, they'll call, they'll take away your stock um if they want to you know uh garnish your dividends or they want to you know take that away uh, for many you know, reasons because it it actually holds value just just like a, um, any other asset, like a house or whatever. Um, it's redeemable, pretty liquid. I'd say stocks are the most liquid. And why I say that is because if you want to sell your home, you need cash tomorrow. It'll take you some time. If you want to sell your stocks tomorrow, you can, and you can get cash for it. Now, some may question, say, the liquidity in terms of if you're not banking with your own bank, there may be a delay. Yes, it's true. Uh, so if you're banking, if you're trading with like a Robin hood or uh, a quest trade or wealth, simple, you're not going to be able to access that money immediately. So anyhow, um, so what are stocks? Basically equity, um, in, in a company yeah, you you're not a big owner and you don't have to be, there's no shame in that. Let, let me just give you an idea. Um, Jeff Bezos, you know, we he's the second richest person in the world, right? Uh, big guy in Amazon. He only owns like what? 15%, 12%, right? If, if you said you own 12% uh, uh, of a company, you know, some people may laugh at that, right? But, you know, 12% of a billion dollar company, trillion dollar company, you know, that's a lot. So. Uh yeah, any possession in a, in a, in a company is, is, is good. Um, it's better than nothing. And so with that attitude, um, that's what a stock is. When you're buying a stock on a digital, when you're doing it digitally through a computer or through your phone, somewhere there's a ledger that has your first name, your last name. And that's why when you open up an account, they ask for all that information is because they're registering your name when you buy that, that, that stock. And obviously, it happens so fast and it happens so so often. People buy and sell and da-da-da. But they still got to log everything for tax reasons and for legal reasons because whatever. So that's what a stock is. It, it's, it's owning a portion of a company. Um, and um, what are options? So options are different. So they still uh, revolve around uh, options, uh, uh, stocks, right? So let me show you what options look like. So I'll use this example here, which is a company that uh, I like and uh, and it's currently trading at it's kind of cut off. Let me see if I can change that. Uh, it's currently trading at $28 and 82 cents, as you can see, right? That's what it closed at yesterday. So options are, uh, they're contracts And and what they are, are they're giving you the right to do something. So basically, Today is February 3rd. All right. So. As you can see, there's dates there, February 19th, March 19th, uh, June 18th, September 17th and December 17th. These are important. These are the days. uh, These are dates in future time. So with options, we're talking about contracts. And we're talking about transactions that happen in the future. So what I'm saying is, oh, yeah. So the options are always sold in uh, groups of 100. And so 100 what? 100 stocks. Okay. So what's happening here? Let's say. um If I wanted to buy 2,800, uh, sorry, if I wanted to buy a hundred shares of this company, I would have to pay 2,800, right? So if it's, if it's trading at 2,882, I'm going to pay $2,882 for a hundred shares. I don't have $2,882. However, I have, um, half that amount, let's just say. So what are my options? I don't have the money, the 2882 today, but what I can do is if I, if I'm scared that the price is going to go up, right? If I, if I have some kind of knowledge or research I've done and I say, this company is going to go up to a hundred dollars. So there's a lot of potential in this company, but I don't got the 2882 right now. One option is you can buy options, which give you the ability to buy at a set price In the future so on February 19th if I want to buy this company for uh, if I want to buy 100 shares uh, for this company at $25 I can reserve that opportunity so if I don't get if I get paid in two weeks and I'll have the money then but I'm scared that it will go up what I could do is I could say hey I want to buy this company in on February 19th at twenty-five dollars each share, so I'll have my twenty-five hundred ready because I'm gonna get paid that day, right? Because I'm because they sell it in groups of one hundred, right? So I'm gonna be ready to pay uh, at twenty-five at twenty-five dollars a share, a hundred shares. That's gonna be twenty-five hundred bucks on February nineteenth. So there's some brilliant people behind uh, that are writing up these contracts that have calculated um you know formulas it's it's a combination of time and opportunity and then it shifts once they originally create those contracts and issue it out then it trades uh, among people so somebody is willing so there's a bid that's what people are willing to pay ask which is the red that's what they're willing to sell somebody is willing to sell me a contract for February 19th for me to buy it at 25 bucks each share, 2500 bucks. For me to hold that position, I have to pay a premium, and that premium is $440. So if I had the money today, I'm paying $28.82. If I want to hold that opportunity um, for uh, February 19th, uh, if I buy that today, it would cost me $440. That $440 is holding my spot to get the opportunity to buy a hundred shares at 25 bucks. So what am I, what's, what's going to be my cost? So a hundred shares, one option is I just straight out buy it at two twenty eight dollars I'm going to spend $2,882. That's option one. Option two is I can buy this options contract. I pay $440 today and then I pay another $2,500 on February 19th, which would make a grand total of what? $2,940. So it's cheaper for me to pay $2,882 today, but I don't got the money. But at least I'm not missing out on the opportunity because we're not worried if this thing is going to go to $30. we're, We're worried about it going to $100, right? In this two weeks and I don't get paid right and so this is another cool option that you have but the risk is what if it doesn't go to a hundred dollars what if things get worse and thing goes down to um twenty dollars well if it goes down to twenty dollars if you were to buy the hundred shares at twenty eight dollars and eighty two cents if it goes back to if it goes to 20 bucks, you're going to lose $882. On this side though, I'm only going to lose the $440 that I paid for the opportunity to buy at 25 bucks. I don't have to actually buy it at 25 bucks. I could say, "Hey, I'm not interested anymore." So, if it goes down to 20 bucks, the second option is better because you're only going to lose the 440 bucks. If it, 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 the other thing too, you have to realize too is that some people don't even care about actually exercising uh, options. Meaning, the like, I had no intentions of actually buying 100 shares at 25 bucks on February 19th. I think it's going to go to $50. And so, I'll sell the option to somebody else. Just like I'm buying it from somebody else for 440 bucks. I'm gonna I'm gonna sell it to somebody and just make a couple hundred bucks. I don't really care for the company. Just because I have some Intel, I know it's gonna go out, blah blah blah. So just to give you a recap. Basically, options are contracts. They give you the opportunity to buy something in the future. They're reserving a price tag for you and they're called call options meaning that you you're thinking the price in the future is going to go up so you would want to buy a call option so if you think this 28 is going to be 100 by December so then you can you can buy um the December contract if you look at the December contract at 25 bucks they want $990 so you may be asking like why is it showing $9.90 yeah but you got to buy 100 he grouped them in 100 so it's 990 dollars. so yeah if i wanted to buy december 17th i want to hold the price to be i want them to hold the price for me at 25 bucks by december 17th uh if i want to do that they're asking nine dollars 990 so why like uh so yeah so you need to know you have to kind of have a magic uh, ball right you need to know what the future is going to be uh, for you to play options it's a bit risky uh, because time is against you right time is against you so if this thing doesn't go up to 100 and it's been you know s- sitting at 50 uh in june and you you said that uh you, you you got you've got the 25 uh strike price for december still good but um as time goes it it may be less valuable right it may have less interest in uh, people wanting to buy that contract from you or um the risk of it going down because it's just been stagnant like if it's stagnant there's a higher chance that it may go down and if that does then your margins are going to get less and so uh you can take some course, course of action now i wouldn't buy anything um too close i would give yourself enough time so if you want to do options you can make a lot of money in options but try to play as far out just so way it gives you time if the stock price doesn't go in what you anticipated you can make money back uh, you can you, you got time to make that money back so things swing sometimes right uh, uh we could have a correction we can have I don't know CEO something like Jack Ma he went missing and Alibaba shares were nosediving because he hadn't been on social media and there was rumors that he was somewhere uh, maybe arrested or whatever so you want to give yourself protection so give yourself at least six months out or more I say the more the better obviously you pay more as you could see the the same ability to buy at a $25 price in December is going to be $990 Whereas February 19th, it was 440 dollars, uh, and that's all because of the likelihood um, of um, uh, is it going to go up even more? Um, so there's it's it's obviously supply and demand, but also they look at the the current price. So if the current price goes to 50, and before uh, February 19th, you're going to get uh, a lot more money uh, if you were to try to sell it. But anyhow, so let's do a final recap. Options are contracts that give you the ability to buy something um, at a certain date. And you pay the premium today for them to hold that spot for you. You want to buy something. I would give yourself, I wouldn't buy anything near. I would always buy something six months or more away. Um, Calls. So there's two types. So let me just, uh, there's calls up here there's puts puts are basically saying that you're betting against a stock meaning that you think the price of the stock is going to go down so in this case we're at $28 if I said by February 19th I will I want to have the right to sell it to you I want to have the right to sell um, at 25 bucks today I would pay 40 bucks for a hundred shares and why is that? Because the market thinks that this thing is not gonna go below 25 bucks. So come February 19th, let's say it drops to 20 bucks. Well, that's amazing. I could buy this those shares for 20 bucks on the open market, and then I could sell it for 25 bucks. So wh- whoever issued that contract, in most cases, I believe it's um, there's an option uh, uh, an options contract. Uh, corporation uh, like uh, i i tend to look at them as an insurance company because they're actuaries that are writing this up so if i say if i want to buy a put meaning if i think oh you know what there's going to be a market crash and i think this is all going to go down right Uh, let's say this is a i don't know pre-covid or let's say it's at the early stages of covid and i think that this is a hotel stock it's going to go down because covid's going to get worse because i've got this like friend that works in pharma in the pharmaceutical industry and he's telling me like all this information. And so what i can say is i would buy a put option because i think the market's going to go down. I think the stock price is going to go down. So i'll buy a put options giving me the right to sell to the broker at $30 or tw- sorry $25. And what i'll do on february 19th, i'll just buy it on the open market for 19 and then i'll sell it to them for 25 bucks i'll make the difference so i'll make like a quick five six hundred bucks because of that difference because if i'm buying a 100 shares at 19 to sell to you at 25 well i made 600 bucks kind of confusing but again you can always ask me questions um so options are contracts giving you the right to buy or the right to sell in the future and you pay a premium today to have that right so those right, uh, the, the premiums are in uh, dollar amounts, but you multiply them by a hundred cause you're required to buy a hundred or sell a hundred uh, quantity when it comes to the expiry date. The expiry date is mentioned there and that they call that the strike. That's the date that the execution that takes place, whether you're buying, having the right to buy or right to sell. And again, in both cases, you don't have to exercise it you're not forced you're not obligated to exercise it you only exercise it if it makes sense meaning you're in the money meaning you're going to make money from this transaction depending on your broker if it's not in the money it just expires you don't have to take any action uh, but you always want to just you know double check with the brokerage that you're with they may require you to perform an extra transaction uh i don't know um, but most of it, they just let it expire they, they they're not going to uh, force you to do something that you wouldn't benefit from um, that's that's pretty much it there's other columns here so the bid is what the people are bidding right uh, the ask is uh, the people offering and the last is the last traded so the people that are holding these options these put options they want forty dollars people are bidding thirty dollars and the last one got trench, tra- uh, was completed at 35 bucks. And, um, other things to look at here, I would say is the open interest. So, um, where basically a lot of the volume is uh, on this contract. Um, and why does that matter? So when we look at the call options, um, and specifically December, so we see getting a twenty-five dollar strike price for December seventeenth. They want nine hundred ninety dollars, right for a hundred shares. Well, what does that tell you, right? If you are if the, if it, like they're they're basically telling you the likelihood of it still being at twenty-five is like no, like if you're paying a premium of a thousand dollars for a hundred shares, um. Then I mean it it's kind of giving you direction that the likelihood of this thing being um under uh, under twenty five bucks or thirty or even thirty five is unlikely. And another indicator too, I'd say, is the fact that the insurance companies don't even issue anything higher than uh forty is like um also can give you indication like they usually open up more um i have it at all yeah i have it at all they open up more um if they think the the price is going to be higher so right now they they're they're, they've, they're not anticipating it being more um i don't think over 40 so they haven't prepared those yet but once this starts breaking i think uh 30 five uh, we may see that but a lot of it too they don't want to write up contracts of things where they lose money so the reason why i say that is because this company that i'm using as an example is a spac so they don't know who the company is going to be merging with and so they don't they they don't want to write something where they would lose because if they know let's say if the merger if they're merging with say stripe or bit or like you know SpaceX or something huge well it would be stupid of them to uh, write up uh, options for call options for like 50 60 70 because it's going to be it's going it's more likely going to be higher than that so until they get an idea of what the company they're merging with is then at that point they will do some kind of uh, calculation they've got uh, algorithms and calculate formulas to determine oh, okay you know what? this is the risk that we're going to take and blah, blah, blah. And this is what the options we're going to offer out to the markets. And again, these are actuaries that calculate, uh, what's in the best interest for the, for them, not for, uh, us as traders. But, uh, yeah. So am trying to think, is there anything else with, uh, options? I think that's pretty much it. The, I, and I, and I, and I, and I, and I failed to kind of show you on uh, the stock side. Um, the bid and the ask on stocks, when you're buying a stock, uh, the bid is what people are willing to bid. And, um, the ask is what the people that actually own the shares are willing to offer to sell. Let me see if I can show you, let me show you something that's active right now. Um, I think I'm going to have to move this. Okay. All right. So here's basically a company, uh, workhorse and what you're seeing is, um, you're seeing here is the bid size. Like, so there's somebody buying 11 shares at $35 and 20 cents that's what he's willing to pay he's willing to buy 11 shares at $35.20 on the other side is there's somebody trying to sell 43 shares at $35.37 they haven't met each other he wants 35 20 they want 35 30 uh, 35 37 he may not be aware of this or i don't know um, he may not be aware that somebody for you know uh, 17 cents less could he get rid of these but anyhow in the pre market right now. Um, there's a lot of manipulation, so we don't really know their intentions, but anyhow, it kind of, it just, just wanted to give you an idea of what the bid and the ask was the size. And then depending on your broker, um, everybody's different. Uh, here you'll see time, uh, time and sales. So at four thirty five AM, somebody bought three shares at $35 and 37 cents. Now, why do they buy three shares they may actually only afford it be able to afford three shares that's possible uh another thing that happens too in the pre-market is to maintain a price uh they'll do uh things like that where they'll manipulate to keep the price at a certain price to get people excited because you know you wake up at a bed you see your investment you see it at 35 you're like oh it went up a dollar before the market even opened in the pre-market and that 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 may get people excited and panicky and then next thing you know they're overpaying for something Um, yeah so uh, there is some manipulation uh, to look for Um, but you can you can look at how many uh, shares are actually uh, being bought and sold and there's you know additional tools like this that will show you volume analysis it'll show you how much was bought and how much was sold at different price points so at thirty-four dollars, it shows that there was fifty-four thousand shares were bought, and two hundred two hundred twenty-two thousand shares were sold at thirty-four dollars. Um, total volume being three hundred twenty. And so, why is that important? Um, something to like if you want data, if you're data-driven. Um, I I don't I'm not a day trader. Uh, I don't really mess around with day trading. I think that's um, it's really hard. Um, i know some people that do technicals and and look at this data and, and can determine where stock is going to go that day i'm not interested in that i think that's just very high risk so uh, more long but this information is important um, uh, like if uh, if the volume is like if, if there's a lot of people selling at a, a certain price point um, it may not be retail small people like us it may be big institutions that are selling. And, and so that could raise a flag and in your head and ask, like, why are they selling such a big amount? And then you may want to investigate it. But again, these tools are available to you. Um, yeah, so that's that's what stocks are and those are options. Uh, there's two other things that cover um, shorting. Shorting is, um, I'll show you on a chart. So yeah, these are bad examples, but, um, I'll go back to this one here. So give me well, I got to adjust this so you can see what I'm seeing here. Alright, so let me change that. Alright, so this company back to uh this company here. So shorting is basically uh here's a good example. I don't know, it's kinda dark, but so this is yesterday at two oh five AM uh sorry, two oh five PM it reached a peak of $29.79. So, people can make money when a stock goes up and they can make money when a stock goes down. So, what this individual can do is if he feels that stock has gone uh really uh, a bit too high, so that day it opened up at $27.89 yesterday. And it went as high as $29 and 79 cents as you can see here. I don't know if you can see. Yeah, you can. All right. So it's 29.79 here. If you were to tell your broker, let's say I don't own any of these shares here. I tell my broker, I want to sell. I want the broker to borrow shares, right? in their inventory of this company, let's just say this company is American airlines. If they were to borrow, uh, they would have to borrow if they have it in the inventory. So if another person that trades with the same brokerage has American airlines shares, they'll borrow it from him and they'll do what I instruct them to do, which is I want you to sell. I want you to go borrow a hundred shares. I can tell them what the quantity is. I want you to go to borrow a hundred shares and sell it on the open market at $29 and 79 cents. And they'll do that and the reason why they're gonna do that is because I'm telling them one and the reason why I'm telling them that is because I think that this price is gonna go down in the next minute next hour whatever and I can base that on many reasons so uh, I could tell you that a lot of traders they come back from lunch and then you'll see a mediocre pump. And then after three o'clock, you'll see them. You'll see that's the last opportunity. High volume trading where in most things nosedive, cool down. And then the last, 40, last 15 minutes, things start going crazy again. So what I'll do is in this case here, I will tell my broker. I don't have to tell. I don't want to call. I just basically sell something I don't have. So I sell 100 shares at twenty nine seventy nine, which is basically I'm shorting it. And then I buy it back over here at $28.81. So what's the difference? So we said it was $29.79 and $28.81 is I'm buying it back. That's $0.98. Cents. Times 100 shares is $98, right? It's not a whole lot of money, but it's giving you an idea that somebody will short a stock basically he thinks it's gonna go down and then he buys it back for cheaper and he gives it back to the broker the broker charges a fee uh, if you hold it more than a day or whatever they'll charge you interest on borrowing and they make money and 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 they don't really lose anything because in most cases of brokers the bigger they are they're already holding the shares they just they sold somebody's share and you give them that right. When you when you sign up to any broker, it's in the terms. They say that they have the right to borrow your shares and sell it. They don't care. Um, and you you don't have to worry about it anyways. You don't care. They're insured anyways. Um, but you do have that right to, to tell your brokerage that I don't want my shares uh, being shorted. Um, so if you're... You have a big amount of shares in the company and you're really passionate about that company you don't want it to be shorted you can actually request that I think legally I don't know about the United States but I know in Canada uh, you're allowed to request that from your broker so that's what shorting is um, it's uh, they call them bears uh, bad guys that come out and try to drive the price of a stock down right here you are patiently trying to wait for it to go up and there's evil people out there that are making money. Um, trying to make a stock go down and so uh, then it's a lot of it's not their fault it could be bad news comes out that they got a hold up before you did it may be news good news that drove a price up too high in a day and there's no support for that high that for it to go that high and then you, you bring it down and I'll give you an example so like in this company here um, around 1 30 p.m. Let me see if you can see this or not. Yeah, you can. You'll see this bar here. This big bar here. Somebody bought 200,000 shares of this company at $28. He drove the damn thing from 28. uh, Let me see. Let's change again. There are 232,000 shares, and he drove it from 2880 all the way up to 2975. Right? So he, he may know something. Um, he was, he or she, sorry, um, is in a rush and wanted to buy it badly. Didn't care, bought it in the open market. He gobbled up everything. So people panic, whoa, what does he know? that or he or she knows that I don't know, right? He drove the, he or she drove the price and now it caused a panic. And if you see after that, what happened? Price pretty much went up. No news, no reason for it to pop up like that. So it's an easy short and sometimes it's risky. Maybe you're wrong. Maybe it continues to climb up. And I'll give you an example of that. Um, the, 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 this company here, it was trading at twenty seven dollars yesterday, at lunchtime, twenty seven eighty. Then no volume. If you look at the bars here, there's nothing big. All of a sudden, it starts creeping up. All of a sudden, big bars. Now you got people panicking, panic, 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 panic. They don't know why it's going up, but they don't want to miss the boat, so they start buying, 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 buying. All the way to thirty-five dollars and eighteen cents, and no reason, no news, nothing, blah blah blah, and somebody took it all the way back down to thirty-two bucks, so they made a price difference of almost three dollars, depending on how much they shorted. If they shorted a thousand shares, they made three thousand dollars, right? So you can make money going up, you can make money going down. So that's what shorting is. Maybe it took a bit longer than I should have. Again, I'm not a teacher, not a financial advisor. Make sure you understand that and you get professional help if you need it. Um, Margin. Um, What's margins? So people sometimes, uh, margins are like credit cards. You're borrowing money that you don't have to buy stocks. So I trade using Questrade and Wealthsimple. Um, you can get margin trading with quest trade. Um, you have to apply for it. They may look at your, how much money, how much money you have in your account and your credit rating and then your risk tolerance and so on. And dah, 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 dah. in many cases, you may even have to, you may get pre-approved. They may contact you, uh, but you may have to apply for it. So it's risky. Um, I don't do it. I tell people invest uh, as much as you're prepared to lose. That you wanna invest money that you can afford to lose. You don't wanna walk away from this uh, uh, crippling you, because uh, it can. Uh, nobody people could tell you it's a, it's alive. They tell you I know um, that people may think that stocks only go up. No, they do go down. And you have to be ready for that financially. You shouldn't be um, uh, gambling money you don't have or borrowed. I don't recommend it. Um, But that option is available. And there's a financial product for that. It's it's called margin trading. You borrow money. You borrow from the brokerage money to buy stocks. Um, The banks... So if you don't trade with Questrade, there's many uh, banks that offer their own platform. They have more of a financial history on you. They're going to probably pre-approve you without you even knowing it. So, you know, it's happened to me. I used to trade with TD Waterhouse. And uh, one time I, I bought something and I actually put an extra zero in the quantity and they approved it. And I was like, whoa, what the hell? I never had that happen. And then I looked um they basically gave it to me on margin and uh, i never requested it but based on because i do my personal banking with them at that time and everything my credit cards and i've been you know a client of theirs since i was 18 or 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 16 and so they pre-approved me and so that could happen to you as well just make sure uh, you're aware of the interest rates they offer the fees there's additional fees and yeah, just get uh, just get, get get all that information, and sometimes they have uh, terms too as to how long you can hold the margin. So they may say, "Hey, uh, no more than ten days or two weeks or whatever." Getting all those details is very important because uh, they may call. The, you know, if, if something if something bad happens, like the stock is going down, uh, they may call you up and say, "Hey, listen, um, we're kind of worried about the position that you have." Uh, You know, you're down 20,000 because the stock has gone down um, tremendously and uh, we may need uh, you to sell your position uh, and and, and give us our money. And so um, you never know. Uh, You just want to get all those terms. But margin is basically margin trading is when you borrow and you buy. All right. So I can't speak on the American uh, trading platforms. I could speak on the Canadian ones. I can speak on the ones that I've used. I use Quest Trade and I use Well Simple. Well simple I just recently started doing it just for fun. And the reason why is because I wanted to kinda like better understand it and so that I can let people that they're casual investors, I can give my two cents on it. So I don't like recommending uh something that I have never used myself, so I wouldn't put uh, I try to treat others how I want to be treated and so with the wealth simple I think it's uh it's it's commission free. There's no minimums. You can open up an account with twenty bucks. Um easy, easy. Like the setup and the registration, easy. I was just appalled as to how easy it was to link your bank account, to set up an account. Uh I was able to open up an account immediately. Um and I don't know if they do background checks immediately and and, and, and such, but they asked for a couple of pieces, of ID, a couple of questions, verified me. I was able to transfer money and I was up and running in two, three business days. Um, great things about it. It's commission free. It's easy to sign up, easy to manage the application and interface of the application. Very simple, very easy to understand. Um, only only cons that i have about it is it takes two three business days really really i'll be realistic depending on who you bank with i have several banks i've tried it with cibc uh took longer I, i tried it with uh uh tangerine and scotia um it was faster but um yeah you still gotta wait and that's one con the other one would be if you're trading in american uh stocks the downside is they, they make their money off that conversion fee. That conversion fee, I don't think it's fair. Um, it's a bit higher than what you know the Canadian U.S. Uh, converts at, which is fine. I mean, like they got to make money somewhere. And then they purposely, after you sell a position, instead of keeping it U.S. dollars, they sell it back to Canadian dollars, and then they make that money, that conversion money again. But seeing how you don't have to pay to buy a stock, I think it's a, it's a fair trade-off to be honest. And, uh, so yeah, I I don't, I think it's great for people like uh, my mom that don't care about options or shorting. Um, it's very simple. She, you know, she wants to buy, uh, Apple stock or Walmart, uh, stock and just let it sit there and let it grow. It's safe. It's uh, federally insured. Um, it's a legit company. Um yeah i I think i i i promote it i promote it to uh people that are not going to be daily traders uh, people that are just casual traders that don't want to have no minimums and uh and don't want no fees that's that's the best way to go and it's a tax-free savings account Um, they also have bitcoin and uh, ethereum so they have some crypto options there too fascinating uh, in terms of the the interface very simple very clear very easy to understand uh, they do have a desktop version now for uh, a web based version but the app is just uh i love it um questrade i don't like the app at all um i don't like uh what else i don't like about questrade um yeah i don't like the app and uh that's pretty much it really um self there it's, it's a self again it's another self Uh, direct uh, broker Uh, you don't have any assistance you do everything yourself which is fine Um, options are there trading uh, options stocks of course u.s markets Um, oh yeah and then the penny stocks Uh, oh yeah i forgot to mention that wealth simple does not have every stock Uh, they don't have every stock they have like the popular ones i don't know what they uh, base it on they 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 say it's basically uh what's popular what um they don't have a lot of the penny stocks um from the united states uh they they try to mitigate the risk for their clients so they don't put stocks that they're not really comfortable with either so that's pretty good i think it's it's not for you know professional traders but i I like it um uh, with the quest trade you can you can buy penny stocks on the us canadian everything's open to you in terms of buying um canada and u.s only no international uh there's another one interactive brokers that i've recently signed up that will give you exposure to inter- international markets uh, a bit more complex um in terms of uh signing up and stuff but um it's well it's worth it uh so quest trade everything's good uh money you can deposit money before 5 30 p.m you get it in your account the next day great uh you could trade after hours you can't do that with wealth Slimple. You uh, could try it. You could try, you, could try, uh, you can uh, trade in the pre market 7 a.m. and go as late as 5 30 p.m. Eastern Time. So, those are really cool with Wells uh, with a uh, Quest Trade. Quest Trade only, um, I don't really have any cons with it. When you buy American uh, dollar, they respectfully uh, trade uh, at a good uh, rate and they hold it in American dollar. So, you're not constantly uh, trading back and forth and losing on the Canadian US uh, exchange um they do charge a fee to trade uh 4.95 uh per trade so um to buy 4.95 to sell 4.95 so it can get costly uh they take that immediately uh they don't they don't wait at the end of the month Uh, they take that off each trade so you have to have that in your balance um i don't really like their software personally like it does crash uh um and they do have maintenance uh, so their app really sucks their desktop i like it it's pretty good but um uh, just the other day they had maintenance um between hours of four thirty a.m and 60 a.m eastern time and that kind of is a bit crazy to me um that they could do that and uh and they've 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 had outages in the past and uh not nothing crazy for you to you know not to sign up with them but just something to think about like these smaller companies like well simple questrade uh probably don't have as much backing uh and budget and so uh they're they're, they're trying but the, uh, i i I don't mind um, I'm not a day trader so I don't really go all up and, and craze. but you do see people on twitter uh, raving about uh, these downtimes and so obviously it's an issue um but yeah so both of them are good I- i'm familiar with both of them i recommend both of them and uh if you plan to to go with either of them let me know um if i refer um we both get something um, if it's as if, if, if I refer you, I get something and you get something for being referred. But um, it's pretty straightforward. I can help um, you navigate through it if you have questions. But that's pretty much it. Those are the two um, platforms that I use. And there's probably other people that are going to be on Stock Bullies that have used other platforms. And if they could share that That'd be awesome. Uh especially if there's uh, on the American side, if there's people that are not familiar with um I like I said, I'm not familiar. I'm I'm aware that Robinhood, Weeble, um, TD and there's a lot of different companies and so uh we can help each other with that. Uh, just uh I'll just throw this out there on this video. Um even if you're Canadian, sign up for Weeble and the reason for that is cause they give you access to three months free of level two uh, data and that is important. So when you see, um, when you see this, uh, these numbers here, um, that's not as active. Let me see if there's something else that's really going crazy right now. Um, Mm-mm. really not much uh i don't know if there's really much activity going on at this time uh let's take a look and see all right we'll do amc all right so as you can see no it's not even that really busy either wow um, uh maybe this one here uh this is uh not really moving either but you would see, like, these numbers here. They would be constantly moving. There are, like, the size is moving. And it's happening in real time. This is called Level 2. So, you see, it's an order book and then an L2. Level 2. This is real-time. Real-time data on Questrade costs about 20... No, what am I saying, 20? 89 95 a month, right? So, you can save money and get yourself a Webull account free three months. Take advantage of it. Get the data, get the intel, because everything else you see in Well Simple is delayed 15 minutes. So if you see something at a dollar, it may not actually be at a dollar. It may be at dollar fifty. It may be at ninety cents. So you don't want to overpay or miss the boat by you know putting up uh, limits far less than what it's going for. So something to consider. Get Well. Get Weeble. Um, it's free. Uh, you won't be able to use it to trade because it's an American company, but you'll be able to create an account so that's pretty much it hopefully this video um, was beneficial and uh, if you got questions uh, yeah um, put them up Um, I'll love to answer them and I think others will too thanks bye